0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the unstuck movement. As always, I'm your host, Rob Z. We created this platform for you to find breakthrough in your life, to break chains in your life that may be holding you back from the higher version of yourself. You know, a lot of times in life we get stuck at certain places. We hit a plateau and we don't know how to get past those spots in our life. Sometimes we need the strength the faith, the perseverance, and the story of somebody else who's found that breakthrough to give us the strength to get where we want to go. And today, I have somebody with me, a powerful man of God with me, who is going to share his unstuck story. Mr. Chris Hines is in the house. So Chris coaches and trains business professionals to align their life and work with their personality, their purpose, and priorities. He has led over 250 training events for large and small organizations. His specialties include strengths, Enneagram, employee engagement, and aligning life and work. Chris is adjunct faculty for the Trinity Fellows Leadership Program, and one of the things that Chris has learned from working with businesses is that many people don't really think about the connection between life and work. They may succeed at one, but are falling short in the other. So, first of all, I want to welcome you to the platform. I want to welcome
1: you to the Unstuck Movement, Chris. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Rob. It's a joy to be with you too, and I've really enjoyed your podcasts. Definitely taken powerful things away from them. So thanks for serving me. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for saying that. What a, what a
0: compliment. I really appreciate that. And you know, with each one of these episodes, I love to ask a question because good questions will bring great answers into our life. So with the better of a quality question that we ask ourselves and other people, the better answers we're going to get. We can move forward and have that breakthrough. Since we're talking about life and work. I want to ask you this question: How does your life and work fit together to create a better life for yourself and for you? What what does that mean from you going being stuck to unstuck?
1: Yeah, it's good. Good question, Rob. Um, I have been through question like this personally. Um, We moved from state college to um, Charlottesville, Virginia, just about six months ago, and even getting here was really a matter of thinking through, how do I want my work to look? How do I want my life to work? How do those two kind of play and relate to each other? Um, Answering that, or asking that question even a year ago is really what helped get us here and make this big transition for us as a family. But then as I found myself here in Charlottesville having moved, I had to ask that question again and I found myself in a little bit of a crisis, like, oops, do we make a mistake? As I considered that question, now I'm on the other side of that question and feel really content and satisfied and fulfilled with where I'm at. So we can kind of dig into that. But I, I guess I wanted to just paint the picture. This is a question I've personally struggled through, thought through, and I find as I work with business professionals today it's a very relevant question for them. And many times we just don't think about it. We kind of go throughout our work life. We're busy. We come home, do our best at home, but really don't think about how do those two integrate together?
0: Mm, Yeah, it's so true, man. How do they integrate together? Because it is, even for somebody like myself, I I work from home, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working and lifing they coincide throughout the day. But how do you find the balance? And uh, what does that balance even look like? And and how do you mesh those two worlds together? That's something that a lot of people really do get stuck in. And it can be really difficult to
1: figure out. So what has that journey been like for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so back about a year ago, I was in human resources, I was leading human resources for a software company in State in Bullsburg, so central PA. And I was a uh, I was doing um HR operations, doing personal or rather professional development at a software company called Energy Cap. And it it was it was fulfilling. You know, it, I had been felt blessed to be in that role. Um, I shifted into that role after a career in marketing and sales. Mm. And so to even be in the development role was awesome. So it was fulfilling, mm. satisfying. But what happened was I had been building a side business kind of on the side in my free time and and pay, you know, on days off and everything paid days off and it it got busy. It got too busy. And I really had to, had to make a decision. Am I going to continue to work full time, get a reliable salary, you know, benefits, all that, or am I going to take a risk and work for myself, you know, be self-employed? I had that decision to make. And, um, My wife and I sought wise counsel, we prayed, we sought the Lord, and we really felt the direction was to go out on my own, Um, which was a big deal because this was a family business. I was leaving, almost 20 years experience, company my dad started, Mm. working with my two brothers and about 70 other people. I'd seen this company really grow in personnel and impact. And so for me to think of leaving it was like this... They kind of almost like a values clash, you know, dedication to the family business, be around to help it grow, stability, security on one hand. But on the other hand, risk taking, forging my own path, going my own way, seeing what we can do, trusting the Lord. You know, I kind of had to do the like figure out that we ultimately decided, yeah, to go our own way. That meant we could live anywhere. We didn't have to be tied to central PA. And so we chose Charlottesville, Virginia, and we moved here. So it wasn't only leaving the family business, it wasn't only leaving my hometown. It was coming to a completely new town. We didn't, we honestly didn't know anyone. We came here because there's a great Christian school here we'd heard about for our boys. Hmm. That's really the hook that got us here. And so we arrived here about, yeah, six, seven months ago. And I started trying to build my own business, quickly realized I had not thought about a major detail. (laughs) Here's the major detail. The reason I was so busy with my side business is is because I was getting a lot of business from Penn State. They were just like handing me business. Mm. There were some other organizations I was working with but primarily, I was busy because of Penn State. Now I find myself in this new town. I'm not getting deals handed to me anymore. I mean, the door was open a little bit, but I really wanted to build roots here in Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So I realized, crap, I'm going to have to, like create my own customers, and I don't love to sell. I'm not very good at selling. I don't like really promoting myself. I'm not very good at that. And so I realized I have to do that. And I was feeling overall a bit unsatisfied and unfulfilled with what I was doing, what my life work arrangement was. Mm. So I actually started applying for jobs. (laughs) I thought I moved here to start, you know, to grow my own business. I got here, I was unhappy. I was unsatisfied. I thought I made a mistake. We didn't think we made a mistake moving here, but I thought I made a mistake saying I'll work for myself. Mm. So I started applying for jobs. And that road led nowhere. Like I was kind of (laughs) unhirable, it felt like, with job interviews and applications and everything. So that sent me back to my coach. I had a coach I was meeting with. You know, a coach helps you ask great questions, explore things on your own. It's a very dedicated process. And my coach helped me see what was going wrong. What was going wrong was that I had a bunch of values and needs that were not being met. I thought they'd be met in a full-time job. Mm -hmm. working for someone else. And here's what he helped me see. I um, have this value of autonomy, independence, and freedom. I was working from home. My wife and I were like running into each other, you know, at home. We moved into a townhouse. We have three kids. We've got two dogs now. Like it was tight quarters. Plus I was trying to work from home. And we were just running into each other. So I I didn't feel a sense of autonomy or independence or freedom. Plus, um, me working from home, I was uh, thinking about work like all the time. Because that was my space. And I had the same computer for work and for home life and stuff. And it just was like no, no separation, no distance for me. That wasn't going well. And I also... Missed being part of a team and sort of working for a common purpose. And I thought that if I had the only way to do that would be to work for another employer again. He asked me a brilliant question, which was, how is your life and work supposed to fit together? How can they be arranged? He helped me see, like, maybe there's a different way to arrange your life and work than just the way you think. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of said, here's some values and needs that you have. Here's what you're looking for. What are some different ways to arrange your life and work? So you're honoring what's important to you, using your talents and skills, serving the people in the way you want to serve them, but it doesn't have to look just you working for another business again. Mm-hmm. So we looked at different possibilities, kind of life crafting I like to think about it as life crafting. And I realized, hey, maybe if I move out of the house, I don't mean move out, move out. I mean, move my office out (laughs) and join a co-working space. That'll give me some of the independence and freedom I'm looking for. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Maybe if I get a separate work uh, computer and leave work at work, like actually leave the computer at work, then I can like feel some separation. Maybe if I get more involved in this leadership program that I volunteer in, that'll give me a sense of team and common purpose. Like maybe those pieces will help me create the kind of life and work arrangement I'm looking for. And there was the problem of, oh, but I would still have to sell. Hmm. So I, I looked into joining a, a coach sales school to help me hone some skills in selling and just get comfortable sort of promoting my services and my impact. Mm -hmm. So now I'm on the other side of those decisions. And I I have to tell you, I haven't been happier. I feel fulfilled. I feel purposeful. I feel focused. I feel like I'm getting the space that I need. I feel energized to make my mark in Charlottesville. I really am living the kind of work and life that I've dreamed of. And that's because I explored who I am and how I can work out of who I am Mm -hmm. instead of just spinning my wheels in doing behavior, starting with who am I in my being and how do I express that through my doing?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instead of being because you're doing right. We, a lot of us get caught up in what I'm I'm doing 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 so that's who I am. But what well, who are you when you mm. stop doing? That is a, a gigantic question that can be really difficult. You said a lot of things in there that I can I can directly relate to. But you know, uh, first of all, what a good problem to have that you what a great problem. Sometimes we don't see it as a great problem because we can be in a good spot in our life. I was just having this conversation, a couple of these conversations I just had earlier today. And it's interesting. Um, what a great spot to be in when you have a job that is satisfying and fulfilling, but you still want more. What a great mm-hmm. place to be. in. we see that as like, a, we see that as cause I went through that also. It was like, I saw that as difficult, but actually looking back on it, it was like a gift. Like, wow, man, I, I'm actually in a place where I'm, I like what I'm doing, but I know I'm supposed to be doing more with you know, my life. life. Like what a powerful concept to yeah. be holding on to. And, you well, know, there's,
1: there's, there's like life stages, right? There's like career stages of development and uh, psychologists say that every seven to 10 years, w- we tend to hit a, a turning point.
0: Yeah.
1: A turning point means we have a crisis situation where we're not quite doing all that expresses who we are or like you said maybe we're satisfied but we know there's more and so those those turning points they're invitations for us to like dig deeper explore and lean in I realized that my like move into human resources away from sales and marketing that came at a turning point in my life and career Mm. almost to the to the book like the time frame was like to the book and then it feels like this move to charlottesville is like like closing off that season of transition and so now i can like move forward but but robs i've seen this so often people hit crisis point they crumble or they say what's wrong with me they try to slap themselves back into shape and go like stop complaining you have it so good what are you worrying about you have a job And they sort of like thought themselves out of that discontentment or unfulfilling feeling they have when Mm -hmm. really that's meant to guide them to some maybe deeper discoveries, maybe a remaking of who they are as they pay attention to what's important to them and who they're becoming. Yeah. So I love that you've paid attention to some of those moments because they're, they're invitations.
0: Well, and it's actually, and I wish that I could And right here off the cuff, recite this to you, but I can't, but it is, it's, it's biblical. The seven year Mm -hmm. cycles.
1: Hi, my name is Jose Escobar and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe, a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, Titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line. And of course, grow your circle and your network like never before. This is where you want to be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. We want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care.
0: Right. There's these seven year cycles that we have in life and they're like growth and then rebirth, growth and rebirth. Um, it, it, they they go back and forth. And it's and I just had this conversation earlier also of like we think like you just said, you might be reaching this like point, this like pin, the, the peak of that seven year um, like a, it's a plateau that you're going to hit. that's mm-hmm. going to call for something new in your life to have to come up. And if you Uh, resist that or avoid that or try to push it down it's not going to go away it's going to like turn into something else in your life like it's going to create something that you might not want in your life and i look at it as um did you know john elridge uh wild Mm -hmm. at heart wrote the book yeah he talks about life being an adventure, right? And this is where I think this adventure comes in. I think God is calling us to, we have to continue this adventure in our life. And this is something I talk about all the time, because for me, it's becoming really, really true. Um, the vision for your life. So you have to have the vision. That vision is going to pull you through all of the things. And um, I have a mentor, uh, his name's Ray, and he always talks about this, that Everything that is a challenge when you get through it becomes the momentum that you need to move forward. It's those things that you think. So that seven-year point, right? Those things that you think are the biggest challenges, they come around behind you and then they start pushing you because now you've made your way through them. So this adventure of life is a real thing. And a lot of the times we don't embrace it, right? Because of fear. We fear change. We fear Mm-hmm. I mean, changing is like the biggest, the, the guarantee, everything's going to change, <laughs> but it's also the scariest thing because our culture doesn't really prepare us or train us for change, you know? True. So yeah. how have you embraced that change? Uh, especially, you know, your family, you worked, you, you worked at a family business for 20 years. your how did your wife handle that? How are your kids handling that? Cause that's a lot of change to dive into when you're really well established somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I think it it takes conversation. It takes humility. You know, it's like we didn't have all the answers. It looked a little foolish to leave a job I was really well established in. I mean, I was successful. We have had great friends, great relationships. It looked a little bit foolish, but um, I think it required humility to just go, you know, we, we think God's calling us into something different as we sort of look at ourselves and the stage of life that we're at and what we're seeking. Like it, it feels like something new is coming, but admitting Mm -hmm. we don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. We're kind of going on faith and trust out of a place of authenticity. Um, We often don't, don't see the reason or the reward when we're stepping out in faith, it maybe comes later. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's the case here. I don't think we, we could see what was coming until we did it. And now I'm starting to see the reward um, what and the reason behind it. So I think it takes humility, patience, conversation um, uh, to say we're doing something big and it's risky, but we're doing it together. And like nothing's permanent at the same time. That has helped me big time to just go there's always redemption. God's a God who is working all these these things for our good if we're called to his purposes. So if in the end, my purpose is to glorify Jesus, to lift up the son, to follow the father's will, even if I make a huge, foolish, idiotic mistake, I'm still doing my best Mm -hmm. in that pursuit. And I know God's going to like redeem it. Mm -hmm. So I think having that mindset helps as well. Um, and I also think it helps to um to say the positive there were a lot of people who didn't understand why we decided to move. Like because mm. it almost feels like we're rejecting what we have going and almost rejecting what has been. Yeah. So we made it a point to have have a celebratory attitude, affirming like we're not leaving because anyone did anything wrong or we're unhappy, we're just feel called into something new. And so we kind of took it as a positive approach. But I think it's okay to admit, we don't exactly know how it's going to go. We just are taking the step. Just take it. And that's it. I was just writing down a note
0: in that because it's like the people in your life are, they're, they're not going to be able to see what you see. And that's actually a good thing, mm-hmm. which is odd, right? I, I was telling my son this before. Uh, he was his first jujitsu tournament, right? And he didn't want to, like, he wanted to do it, but he didn't want to do it. Like, he was excited and scared, and but he also knew it was a good thing. And I, I always, I told him this, and I always point to this. If something's, it's it's scary, right? But it's also really exciting, and you know it's good for you, then other people probably aren't going to get it, and that's okay, You should dive in. Mm. You can feel when it's right. You can feel when God's on your side with something. When you know something is the right thing to do and take that leap, jump in. I mean, that's where the biggest payoffs come from. That's when the biggest changes in our life come from. And uh, I have a sticky note right in front of me that it's always in front of me from uh, Joshua 1.9. This is my command. Be strong and courageous, right? Mm -hmm. It's not even a, it's not a suggestion, It's not a question if maybe you want to be strong and courageous. It's like, no, my command is you have to be strong and you have to be courageous because that's where you need that strength. Because God's by your side, first of all, but you need that strength and that courageousness to get through the thing you're about to go through. And, you know, back in the day, it was like biblical times. You were you might die. You might get killed in battle. Who knows what could happen to you now? It's like what could really be the worst, like fear and anxiety and judgment and those sorts of things are like our big fears now, right? Like in America, especially it's it's incredible that like, you're really not going to go, I mean, you could file for bankruptcy and start over again, but you're going to, you're very well protected. Yeah. But because we're not built to embrace change or live in an environment of change, that kind of stuff. And also we look at our, the people around us and if they're doing well, And if they're happy with where they are and we're friends with them and they're safe in their jobs and they feel safe, then we're like, well, we should probably stay safe too.
1: But Mm -hmm. the people who
0: break free are those examples of like, well, I I know you guys feel like you're safe here and you feel like this is a good place to be, but look at me. I jumped out and I'm doing it and it's turning out better than I could ever imagine. And that gives them the the faith and the courage to do that also. Do you find, do you see that from people in your life? Do you feel that you're leaving that sort of impact?
1: I hope so. You know, I hope so. I hope people look at us and go, wow, they they did it. And so maybe it's not so scary that we can do it too. I, I found that as I was sharing my story and the steps I was taking. I, I like to blog, so I've been letting people in on like, you know, our life decisions and why we're doing it. Um I was hearing from folks going like, wow, you know, great job. That's helped me take these big steps and so forth. And that's just such a blessing to know that we can be an example a bit. Um, You know, our kind of like scary, wobbly steps of faith are in some way encouraging others to to take their own, you know, steps of faith. Um, we, 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 We realized after moving that there was really kind of a ceiling above our heads in terms of how high we could go in terms of impact and you know and meaning uh, service and impact and meaning in town um we just felt like there was there was a limit to what was possible in town for us that we wouldn't become who God wants us to be in full if mm-hmm. we stayed and that may be hard for friends of mine to hear who are listening to this back home and maybe family members but um but I think it's true like we tend to adjust our lives to the systems we're in, mm-hmm. the systems of relationships, the systems of business, the institutional organizational systems. We've all learned to kind of play by the rules that keep the system operating. And so sometimes to develop into who we're supposed to be, we have to step outside of the system and try something new. Yeah, And that's scary and it's hard in part because this the old way of doing things helped develop who we are today. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's not like a middle finger in the face of people from before, but it's just a thank you and a celebrating what we've become because of you. Thank you. But it's also like, a I, I need to be released so I can become the next version mm-hmm. of who God wants me to be. And I, I just really hope folks listening to this can feel some courage, some confidence that a God's with you. He's not going to let you fall far. I mean the word even says that if you're tempted, he's not going to let you go that he, that no temptation has seized you except what has come to man, but when you are tempted he'll provide a way out. So mm-hmm. temptation's one thing, taking a step of faith is another. If God's faithful in temptation, don't you think he's going to be faithful when you step out in faith and obey? Yeah. Yes, he will. Yeah. So there's there's really there's really nothing nothing that can go wrong beyond how God can help you. Mm-hmm. So listener, like w- watcher, <laughs> um, what's your next step of faith? You know, what's your step of trust? It may not be a move. It's something else. So like, what's that thing? I found that if I ask people who follow the Lord and listen to the Lord, what is that thing? God's been speaking to you about that you're holding on to. What do you like? What's like, your gut reaction to that. What has God told you to do that you haven't yet? Mm -hmm. Most of us have something we haven't stepped out on. We haven't chosen to believe. We haven't chosen to release a false belief or whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. Most of us have that thing that we're hesitating on. So I would challenge your listeners, you know, to um, do that thing. God's already been speaking to you about take that step of faith. And I know he'll be faithful to, provide in the midst of it that's really good advice
0: man that's really good and you know something you were saying there also you can't get to where you want to go by being the person that you used to be or even the Mm -hmm. person that you are right now to get where you want to go you have to become uh, a different version of yourself I mean you'll still be you but you've got to push yourself to a new limit you have to hold on to that. That's why that vision is so important. You you establish the vision and you get specific and super clear on it. And then you'll start, you have to step into that version of yourself. You just step into that promise of like, this is who I'm to become. And the old me can't get me there, which is mm-hmm. like you moving right. out, right? You taking on this new part of yourself you you moving to a new state and putting yourself in this uncomfortable position is going to create a new version of you that's going to it's not going to change who you are it's going to add on to who you are so that you're you have a more you have more capacity to impact people and i say all the time on this podcast uh you know the 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 saying your mess is your message sometimes you we're we're given messes in our life right we're given messes that we have to work through and those help to impact people once we get through them but we also I believe this is the adventure part. We have to make a mess sometime in our life. It might, it's going <laughs> to look messy. Your situation looks kind of messy to, uh, to, out, yeah. to the outside. It might even look messy to you, right? But mm-hmm. that mess, when you clean it up and you figure it out, that's going to be a super powerful message that you can tell anybody, whoever feels like they need to go out on their own. They, they, they want to do their own thing. They want to uh, do more with their life. They want to impact more. They want to serve more. Like You'll have that story that you can tell, here's how I did it. It worked. It'll work for you. Have faith. Like what a powerful message. Like, I can't think of anything better that we could share, that we could give people from our own personal life experiences. Um, because that's when faith comes in. Like that's when God steps Mm -hmm. in, when there's less of us, there's more of him. When we're in these situations where we're stressed out and we're not sure what's next, there's going to be less of us because I don't know what to do. And I've had this Mm -hmm. prayer many times, like God, I don't know what i'm doing right now i don't know Mm -hmm. i i feel like i'm supposed to be doing this god you put me in this position so let's go like i'm ready to work this thing out and that's when i came across joshua 1 9 i was like right Mm -hmm. be strong and courageous don't don't back up from this thing don't second guess yourself just dive into it even harder and it's gonna pay off and as difficult as it can be it pays off it's wild what an exciting
1: adventure It is. It is. I mean, God responds to our faith. He responds to our trust. Um, So I think that when he calls us to something, we step out in faith. The burden is actually back on him to Mm -hmm. provide and to deliver. Not that we're testing him, Mm -hmm. but it's like a relational covenantal type thing where he calls us. We obey. We take our step of faith. He meets us again. He provides. We can trust more he, you know, it's like this this, this continuous cycle.
0: Yeah.
1: And so um, our steps of faith, I think, can become larger and larger because he fills us in with his provision, greater sense of his presence, his assurance of, of, of rescue, of deliverance if we need it. And I think it helps to just empower greater steps of faith next time and impact. I loved what I was doing in, in, in State College. I loved the type of work I was doing, but I am making deeper, wider, more consequential impact in what I'm doing now Mm. than what I was doing then, even though then is a big part of what I'm doing now, because I would not have gotten to where I am now if not for then. So praise God for then. But I really feel like I'm hitting a really sweet spot in terms of, of impact with people, serving the Lord in some cool ways, coming into more of who I am, feeling fulfilled. And so it's, it's worth it. I mean, sometimes we don't see the fruit and we can't know if it's worth it, but God's just letting me see through his grace now that it has been worth it. Incredible, Chris. Incredible. How inspirational. What a,
0: what a cool story. I'm really, really glad we had this conversation. So I want to ask this question to the audience as we sign this thing off, right? Uh, if you're watching, listening right now, and this has been uh, touching you, impacting you. You know, one of the, the question I asked you at the beginning was, how can your life and your work fit together? Right. So how does your life and your work fit together? But you also asked some really good questions a few minutes ago. And one of those questions is how, like, how do you step out in faith? I think that's a, that's a big yeah. question to ask. What do you, what does that look like for you? Because like you said, God's put something on you that you're supposed to be doing and you might not be doing it right now and you're avoiding it. Right. Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's big, man. Cause that's everybody has that. So what does that look like to step out in faith in that thing that you've been invo- avoiding? Um would you like to leave the audience with something that we sign off? How can they get a hold of you and anything they wanna you wanna leave them with before we go?
1: Yeah, well, it's been great being with you, Rob Z um and um folks listening and watching, so thank you for spending some moments with us. It's a blessing that you've given us gift of your time. Um, so my website's Chris com. That's Chris Hines, like the ketchup, no relation, um, unfortunately, to the Hines empire um, of ketchup fame, but Chris com. I've got lots of resources there on the site. If you go to resources, you'll see lots of free stuff to download. Um, you could follow my blog readers if you want to, um, you know, read what I put out love to just have you come along. There's a contact form too. If you'd love to work together in some way, I'm able to do that. I do training and I do coaching. Of course, you should stick with Rob because he is an amazing coach who's walked through a lot of stuff. Um, So uh, just want to let you know what I do um, so I could be a thought leader in your life maybe and inspire some new thoughts. Uh, But chrishines.com is kind of the landing place to see what I do.
0: Cool man. I think the amazing thing about coaching is uh there's a lid for every pot. So who's right for me and who's right for you? It's interesting. Like we could be offering the same things and people gravitate towards how you connect with them. And that's what I really and that's life in general, right? But I love that that like yeah. it's it's a connection on a personal level of like how do I how do me and this person fit together? And I, I love that there's Uh, a uniqueness to each human being and to each coach that like brings the right people into their life. I'm sure you've experienced that. I know that I have and uh, I'm glad that you were brought into my life this is such a, a great conversation, a great connection to have. So thanks, man. Thank you for being a part of the Unstuck Movement.
1: You're welcome, Rob Z. Thanks for having me.